What's good you guys, this is Yokar Rekt here, and welcome to another Tales from episode. In today's Tales from episode, we're going to be taking a look into the small census-designated town slash village of South Mills, North Carolina. Um, our next episode, as promised, is going to be Charleston, but we'll worry about that later. Let's get straight into what we know historically, and then we're going. Then I'm going to take you on a journey from the town's history to the present, and then I'm going to take you guys on a journey through the data as which we know it. Um, for those that are unaware, South Mills is an unincorporated community. Um, since it's designated a place, which means it's essentially a village that has a very low population. As a matter of fact, as of the 2010 census, the town's population was 454. As of the 2020 census, it's a, it's a little bit smaller than what it was, um, but it hasn't changed that much. It still is a small community-oriented town. Um, the community, fun fact for you, the community actually got its name from the water mill, which operated near the original town site. Now, the original town site not being that far from where it currently is, and most of it is the post office, um, the gas station, the drawbridge, actually I think there's two gas stations, the churches, and maybe a small few number of houses, and then some surrounding farms. So it's really not that big, and it's literally only five minutes from the Virginia border. I've been, I've been there before. I've got family up there, so it's it's very common for me to go up there, um, for you guys to know that. But anyway, it's right off of the U.S. 17, and it's a very quaint little town. Anyway, learning the history of how it started because this is a very interesting thing. And although some of the sources that I've looked at, mainly the census and some of the articles I've read. They um, don't give a very good picture into the history, and that's because, um, at least at, at least from at least from one side, one side's perspective is basically that the county government um, has been because it, and I have to give you this. It is a predominantly African-American town, and I don't mean to make this into a bias factor, but there is, there is, some, there is still some um, prejudice, racial bias going on up there in that rural community, and that's only because, that's only because historically um, rural communities can be just a tad bit worse when it, com when it comes to those things than urban centers can be, I know, because... Um, being back and forth between ur between urban and rural visiting living in an urban community you can and especially in this state you can tell the difference and one of the things that i've learned from their perspective from the townspeople's perspective um, mo um most mostly mostly like what i've been told um over the years is that the county government they've basically um, they have this thing where if they could get rid of the town and its residents to do something with it, they probably would. Now, from the county's perspective, they see it as more of an innovation 
um, more of a change perspective that some of the stuff that they intend to do with South Mills is for the better good of the county. And most of the land, I will tell you this, it just does work in their favor. Most of the land in South Mills that is on the leeward side of the canal is condemned. So they, so they, so from their perspective, they have, they have a cause to get rid of some of the land that's there, but it's the, but to like move the residents and to erase them entirely is completely and completely and utterly, that's something that has long since, long since been opposed. Um, but it's the county and well, they have authority over that to some degree. Now they can't. Now, legally, um, they can't change the codes where they can condemn um, land that people still live on to remove them, as that is illegal not by their ordinance, but by state law. So they can't actually do that. Um, but, yeah. Um, something else to keep in mind is that there are, is a, there are some pretty interesting people that live there. Um, the town is predominantly Baptist. Um, in terms of religion, in terms of religion, um, they have a lot of churches up there. Um, they, um, they in terms of media coverage, because they are, we, um, our, I know our media coverage down here in the central southern portion of the eastern side of the state, they don't cover, they don't usually deal a whole lot with the Elizabeth City, South Mills area. They'll cover them from time to time. If there's like something major, like a crime or a weather event happening, as far as like day to day coverage of every single thing that happens, most of our border counties are handled by either Virginia or South Carolina. In Wilmington's case, they have their own station, but then Charlotte, they get um, Myrtle Beach um, near the Virginia border and near Winston Salem, they get Danville and all, and their and their newscasters. Some of our some of our northern bordermost counties, they they receive their news from from the neck from the next state over, and since the Elizabeth City area doesn't even have their own news station, they get their news coverage from um, from Wavy. That's the that's Chesapeake's um, Norfolk station. They get their news coverage from them, so their news coverage is different than ours. But they still receive it. They've got a nice little radio station up there um, in the, at the uni at the local university. It's like fifteen minutes away. Um, and it's really, it's a really nice town. Now we're going to go into the history of things, because I know, um, many of you guys have been waiting for me to get around to that, which, um, there's so much information to cover on this that I really didn't see I was going to do it in like five minutes. But anyway, um, historically, the town is really not as old as you would think, actually. Now, historically, the town, or they sit, now people who live in that area, they know the town was um, designated in the 1900s. Now, the people that were in the town prior to the 1930s, where the town sits, those are not actually the residents of the town, not, not at least until it was incorporated. The people that were there prior to the town being designated um, in Camden County and established officially by the state records, 
those people beforehand were actually um, runaway slaves and and people from Reconstruction era who, because the Dismal Swamp, that area up there that's known as the Dismal Swamp, now the state refuge up there, it's it was actually before they had the farmland, the entire area was covered in fields, swamps, trees, basically anything you name it. And from where present day US 17 is, because they didn't have asphalt roads back then, all the way up to the Virginia state line, they had a larger area of swamp. And what they did was when they escaped, um, and during reconstruction era, when they were able to live up there, they f they actually some of the, some of the people did go north into the northern states. Some people actually in the 1800s they didn't actually flee the state. Some people, like in Louisiana and here and in South Mills, they actually didn't leave the state. They actually hid within the state. So a fun fact, an interesting fact actually, is that the people that were that lived in there in the 1800s, they were runaway slaves. And what had happened was when they had left, they hid and they and, and they hid in those areas because you know the the southerners at the time, a lot of the white southerners at the time, they were they were they were good at catching them. However, the African Americans um, many many historians would tell you they were better. They they seem to have been better skilled at hiding in in these areas. One um one because because I mean obviously they had good messengers. I mean look at I mean look at Harriet Tubman. She was a I mean Harriet Tubman and she was a very good messenger. She was a very good messenger. A lot of the re runaway people. They were very good. They were very good messengers and making sure making sure that they um they were able to communicate without anybody leaking anything because you know african americans back then they had traitors too so that so um so they had to watch out for that too um but they were also african americans at that time period and especially in the south some of them were very very good at hiding in plain sight like they were very good at it and so South Mills, that before it was South Mills, there was an area in the Dismal Swamp where they, because they had a water source, and they could easily get back and back and forth. They could easily maneuver through the swamps, and they were able to sort of hide there until at least the time when everything died down. But then, when the town was founded, the um, the townspeople they actually ended up building. Um, the town brick by brick. There's even pictures of it. There's even pictures of it that um, that um, that have that exist. Um, I'm gonna actually pull up on my computer a picture right now, although you guys won't be able to see it. Um, but I will pull up a picture. Um, the South Mills, North Carolina. They have some very old pictures. Um, like on Facebook and on carolina.com. There are some pictures that still exist. Um, thomaslegion.net, ncpedia.org. They have a battle um, thing there, the Battle of South Mills there. So they, um, and, and actually, it's, um, the Battle of South Mills, the Confederates, they did win that battle, unfortunately, but 
you know, um, but you know, with the occupation of Union troops, you have to remit, you have to understand that um, even with there being a battle there, there's there's a there's a really there's really very very little that changed with the um, African Americans being able to like be able to be there and stay away, hide. But um, there are some really good photos of what the town used to look like. The Coca-Cola general store shop, um, the canal back then, maps of what the routes look, used to look like. So there's quite a few very good photos. Yeah, you can look them up on Google, too, if you want, um, on your, um, when you ever get the chance to do so, because they're pretty awesome photos. Um, anyway, now we're gonna move up to the pre- uh, well, actually, I don't want to skip the 80s, but I do, but I guess we can skip the 80s, because there's really not much has changed, um, in the town, so we don't have to go through the 80s like we do with the other cities. Um, but we will go to the present. Now, right now, um, I will tell, I will tell you this, um... They, um, the po- uh, most of um, most of the population, um, accor- um, according to according to census data, um, um, most of the population there is in their is in the latter stages of their life, and maybe thirty up onwards, maybe thirty onwards. There are some kids that are um, that are up there. But most of the the majority of the community is thirty onward, so maybe thirty to, I don't know, close to in close to, um, older, way older than that. A lot of the residents that live there, at least I think I think I I know. I know, cause I like I like I said, I have family that stays there. I know I know I know that there's one thing I can say about this town, is that. The residents that are there now, I can I can safely say that ninety percent of the residents that are there now have been there the entire have been there the entire time. I can I can tell you that, I can tell you that safely with, um, without without worry without worry that somebody that somebody's gonna somebody's gonna tell gonna tell me otherwise in the future. But I can safely say that. I can safely I can safely go around and say that that is that is a very it's a very true statement that that's that's the way it is like now not saying not saying it's one of those towns where you move in and nobody welcomes you yeah they welcome you in it just takes some getting used to because you know the person that lives down the street from you has been there their entire life when the person that moved in next door to you um is only been there for like a couple of months it might take some getting used to because everybody around you has been there and then you're and then you're the one person that's there that's new so it takes some getting used to but it is one but yeah it's a very welcoming area um i'm not sure if i want to go ahead and record that charleston episode right after this because there's a lot of information with charleston oh yeah this goes back to 1700s we might even get to we might even get to um, do some Patriot style stuff up in here. That one movie by Mel Gibson that I like, um, with Mel Gibson in it. I might get to do some of that too. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, at like 4.02 in the morning, which is really when I'm recording this, which is really, really early. 
I don't typically get up this early. I had a nightmare, and I woke up, and I came down the ladder from being up on the top of my thing. So, I, I just, I came down here, and I just sat here. I got in the back of my mind, you know, and I was like, hey, I want to do an episode. I have time. Plenty of time. Um, right now, I got all my lights off except for my LEDs. So, I just decided, hey, you know, I'll record something for you. I mean, that's what I do. Anyway, you guys, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I am Yo Car Wreck, and I am out of here.